Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kate and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. I'm very, very excited to have two guests joining us for the first time on Women Changing the Game, not to mention some super awesome guests. They both are account executives in the ticket sales department for Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They recently also became one of TikTok's top sports content creators for sports business tips. Welcome, Skylar and Jamie. Hello. Hi. Thank you you both for coming on. Um, It's been great to connect with you guys through Women Changing the Game's TikTok, where you, I saw you guys were following me and I was really excited. I was like, let me reach out to them and see if they wanted to come on. So it's great to see you in person, meet you in person and ready to get some advice. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah. So I do want to get into your positions, like I said, as account executives, of course, but first I just want to talk about your TikTok. And like I said, um, through the Instagram post, it's such a cool way to take a trending app and use it to help the younger generation of adults wanting to enter the workforce, especially since that's like the biggest audience on the app is the younger generation. And also sports industry in general is tough to get into. So it's great to combine those two and get some help from you guys. So for those of you who haven't seen the Instagram post of them as women of the week, if you guys want to answer what was the reason for starting this page in the TikTok? Let me start. Yeah. So we, we did start it during the off season. So it was something kind of, we, we both love our jobs and we love the industry that we're in. And I mean, not to sound cheesy, but TikTok's a really fun app and everyone got into that in 2020. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so we kind of just combined the two of those and, and started it with not a, like a super like, you know, serious direction of any ways. Um, we kind of just wanted to share our experience and connect with people similar to us or people looking to, you know, do similar things. And then it, it you know, created a, a monster of its own, I guess, for lack of a better term. Do you want to elaborate? Yeah, we, you know, we as both of us have been working in sports for a couple of years now, a few years, uh, we get messages on LinkedIn pretty consistently asking to connect or asking for advice and things like that. And it got to a point where, you know, we were like, we can do this on, on TikTok and make it more of a public thing. We can help people in private all the time, but we can reach a lot more people this way. Yeah. So we kind of just decided to see what happened and, it all happened really fast and it started to grow and we found this niche market and it's been really fun. 
one of my favorite comments someone left early on was we love non-gatekeepers in the sports <laughs> industry. Yes. Like, kind of what we've become from there. I'm like, wow, you put a term to it. Um, you know what I mean? A lot of exactly. you can either be like, oh, I have this awesome job and be secret about it, or we can share our experience and, you know, find more, more people who want to do the same, make it more diverse, make it more inclusive. Yeah. yeah, I love that that you guys say more diverse and more inclusive. And that's exactly how TikTok helps. It can reach such a huge audience. And like you said, it all happens so quickly. The app, like when you get on there, you can grow quickly. And the fact that you guys have had experience in sports, I think really um, shows that you are credible. So everybody now is looking to you to put out these tips. And it's cool that you can kind of put all this information that, like you said, people are asking you on the side and put it into one video so everyone can get it at once. So what a great thing you guys are both very creative and you seem very hardworking. So that's great. And the just the willingness to be open, like you said, is very important. So aside from TikTok, you guys are account executives and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are also TikTok famous, but your account executives is your day job. Tell us about what that entails and maybe run through a day in the life just for people who don't really know um, the department. So I'm going into my third season um, with the Bucks. Jamie's going into her second season. Um, so obviously last year was different for everyone. Um, with the Buccaneers alone, it was uh, just a really, really different year because we did have some really exciting signings last off season, um, which changed what our day-to-day -day looked like a lot. So before COVID and before signing Tom Brady, um, it was a lot more of, you know, your average cold calling, more of a grind in regards to selling a team that people didn't necessarily wake up and say, you know what I want today? I'm going to go buy my season passes. <laughs> um, you know, we spent a lot of time creating group programs, trying to sell group tickets, season passes, as well as trying to set appointments and just, you know, get people on the phone, really. Yeah. It was that face-to-face -face thing that we, we were trying to get people to come down to the stadium so we could, you know, tell them about our season pass memberships, about our group programs, and, and truly sell them from there, as opposed to now the demand has kind of switched. Um, where we kind of wish we had more seats in our stadium <laughs> so everyone could come out and see, you know, see the Super Bowl champs. Um, so it's, it's a good problem to have these days, um, for sure. I was an account executive um, in both the NBA and the NFL. So um, one thing I've noticed, uh, well, it's pretty obvious, NBA was very game heavy. So I felt like I lived at the stadium. I lived at the arena at the time. And now um, with the NFL, like game days are like always they're a little more few and far between. So um, it's a little bit more heavy on like events. Like we just yeah. had our draft party. Um, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of yeah. fun stuff, I guess. Yeah, but that's awesome how I didn't even realize how like signing Tom Brady or all this big stuff for you guys kind of changed how your your day-to-day -day is and in, in a good way. In, in, like instantly. Yeah. It's kind of like how the TikTok happens. Yeah. Like sales goes in waves. It always ebbs and flows. Yep. But when something as monumental as a player like Tom Brady signing with us, it completely changed. I mean, we were, we had what, 14 hour days for uh, weeks yeah, at for a time. Weeks. I think the only thing comparable to ever happen in the sports world is when LeBron like went back to the Cavs. You know what I mean? Like there's really nothing that, and this was even bigger. Like yeah. with COVID it. and the pandemic, like with the pandemic happening at the yeah. same time, it was like the perfect storm. It was crazy. We had, yeah. it was our 
second day working yeah. from home. Like it was, and everyone Crazy. else was at home just looking at the news. So yeah. 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 Crazy year for you guys, but exciting. And it's interesting how the pandemic, uh, like such a tough time, but people have learned so much. And I think a lot of people have grown so much and, um, definitely you guys have. So if you guys want to also, maybe one of you could answer your favorite part about, um, your job and then the most challenging part about the job. You want to say favorite? Favorite? Yeah. We were just talking about this before and it was cool. Cause I brought up the draft party. We were just at the draft party and um, it's a good example of that. I've got to see some of my clients that, especially this season, because I've only talked to them on the phone and I would kind of tripped out because they recognized me by my voice and came up and they're like, you're Jamie. Like, it's so great to meet you. And they were so happy to like be a part of the crew, to be at the draft party, our members only event, you know, to have that special moment with their family or their clients. And so when you can like actually bring joy and like, I know that sounds so cheesy, but it's a truly an impact on a lot of people. Like if you think of some of your most fond memories growing up or with your family, it's usually like, at least for me, I'm kind of crazy. It's at a sports game, you know? Yeah. And so we get to have those moments um, with the individuals in our community and it's, it's we just get to make special. those happen. It's yeah. so cool. And we get the thank yous from them, even though we're like, no, thank you for being a part of it. You know, it's, it's, it's very positive. <laughs> Warding yeah. feeling for sure. It seems yeah. like and then when it comes to most challenging, um, definitely a little bit easier to speak on pre-COVID back to like in our previous normalcy. Um, sales, Brady. yeah, pre-Tom Brady. <laughs> um, you know, sales is tough in any industry, but people have emotional connections to sports teams. Yeah. So when people are unhappy about something with a sports team or don't agree, uh, they tend to take it out on anyone they can. And we're the people, we're very fan-facing. Um, we have a lot of, you know, face-to-face -face or on-the-phone conversations with these, these everyday fans, these passionate, passionate fans. Uh, some of them can be a little mean sometimes. It's got to have a thick skin. Um, it's also, you're selling a team that's not doing so hot. Uh, it's a really hard sell. So it's a grind and it's challenging, um, but you don't, get into sales in sports because it's easy. You get it because you want to overcome the challenge of doing it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like those kind of go hand in hand because the challenges come along like with what you said was your favorite part, the rewarding feeling after, you know, and seeing those people who do really care and who want to put a face to the name, that's the exciting part. And then you think about it, that's why you do it. And that's why you go through those challenges of dealing with the people who maybe aren't so happy. <laughs> so that's really cool to hear. Um, and then you kind of touched on just being a part of being Super Bowl champions, but I just want to like talk about how that feels to be working for a team who did win the Super Bowl and just being a part of that, knowing that you were, you weren't on the field, but you were just like part of it still. And what kind of feeling was that for you guys being um, in, in the department of sales and then winning? I think when you work for any professional team, the you always dream, regardless of what department you're in, obviously if you're on the field or off the field, you dream to win the championship. Yeah. So, I mean, we're both very early on in our careers. So I feel very fortunate to A, work for the Buccaneers to where they allowed us to attend the game as fans and to really experience it and B, be a part of the team that won the Super Bowl. It's yeah. truly like on so many different levels was so historic. 
Um, I mean, we got to sit right next to each other. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> oh we cried like when we sat down. Oh yeah, Miley Cyrus was singing "Party in the USA." As I skipped the Super Bowl ticket, I have chills. We I were was like bugging out. This is my moment. I was like, everything has like this is like everything has built to this moment. My entire life, life nothing <laughs> else matters. <laughs> for, for one, being a sports fan in general, even being there is amazing. To actually be a part of the team, like we are Buccaneers, you know what I mean? We're we're a part of the organization. Was just exactly. Insane. I'll let you share what yeah. you think too. I yeah. mean, you know, like, no, we weren't on the field, you know, but. Oh yeah, our comments like to remind <laughs> us that. I don't know if you've ever read our really? comments. Really? Like, well, if we're not on the field, well, yes. Is, I did not throw the pass. <laughs> is this TikTok? Because yeah. some people on TikTok, these, this, I don't even know. Some people on TikTok can be the meanest. Or it's you the wrong side of the For You page yeah. and it has a mind of its own, but. It we depends. Know, we're not on the field, um, but we also know <laughs> that we, we, we are a part of the Buccaneers family. And even more so like with this last year, not only were we super, are we Super Bowl champions, but we were also number one in customer service, number one um, in sales for general seats and club seats. So we were our own champions at the same time. Like, yeah, the players won. They are the world champions for the game, but we in the front office yeah, yeah. And we were the champions in the front office too yeah. so uh you know the whole year really came full circle and we it was euphoric that's I don't think there's any other word to describe it no that that excited me you guys you explaining it with my Cyrus and everything I got excited so and I'm not even a fan of Tampa Bay but I would be freaking out wow that's really cool and then also I love how you said like in your department you guys were the champions because that's important too um that's you know the whole thing of it and crazy how that people are commenting you guys are on the field or whatever it's so funny honestly you just have to laugh at that kind of stuff just have a sense of humor about it for sure So so now did you guys come from a sports background I know Jamie you touched on that you always you know have loved sports but did you play sports did you always work in sports tell us about your background each of you in sports because um I'm just some people think that you do have to come from a background in sports and I think it's important to know that you don't but also it's cool if you do so either one yeah I mean my background starts back when I was seven years old um like the the peewee football program the Orange Bell Huskies in Northern California um my dad coached the team there my mom was a coach for the cheer side my brother played my sister cheered so we were really you know tight knit in that like football and cheer community um and then I you know cheered competitively competitively all the way up through college um and I also played lacrosse in high school um I was the stack girl for the football team always highly involved in football I actually started cheer because they didn't let girls play football back when I was seven years old um and I was my brother but you know cheer kind of fit me better anyway so that's okay (laughs) um so I was always really involved in college I, I you know with the, with the cheer team, I also got, that got me my first internship with the athletic program. So that was a really nice end for me there. Um, so sports have been a huge part of mine and my family's lives. So we were season pass or season ticket members, as they call it with the Sacramento Kings um, when I was younger as well. Um, so it's always kind of been in, in my world, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. I have like the complete opposite story, <laughs> honestly. So I love um, that though. We can get a comparison now. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, Jamie and I, there's a lot of things where we're like similar in a lot of ways, but there are some insane, yeah. just, <laughs> but I grew up um, in Maryland. My parents, my family had, we'd been grandfathered into Washington football team tickets my whole life, but I was like 
I, they had to drag me by my ears to go to a, a sporting event. <laughs> like literally like, no, thank you. Um, but, um, you know, growing up, I really didn't play sports. I have rheumatoid arthritis. So sports wasn't really an option for me, yeah. uh, especially like middle school, high school when people, it's really what everyone was doing. Um, so I kind of, I was working in radio when I was in college, I was in promotions and through networking, I got connected with a woman, um, who was working for the Redskins, Washington football team. And she connected me with, uh, the Buccaneers. And I actually really just through networking fell into a game day role in the corporate partnerships activation department with the Bucks. And at that point I walked out into one game and I was like, this is better than anything I've ever imagined. <laughs> and if I can work in any capacity close to this stadium, this <laughs> place, then I will be happy. Wow. Um, so my goal from that point on was literally just, I, I am going to be back with the Buccaneers one day. And here we are. <laughs> wow. That's really awesome to hear that. Like you didn't like it. And then now, and then working in it, you kind of, it kind of changed your whole mindset. And now I love almost every sport. Like I am a diehard hockey fan. I really do love football and baseball. So it's like, I don't know, it's some switch turn and now I'm, I'm a big sports girl. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about that difference because you, Jamie came from a background of loving them and playing them and being a part. And then Skylar, you didn't. So like I said, in the beginning, um, talk to me about how it's okay that you don't have to come from a sports background. Cause maybe that might be intimidating to some people to join a background. And did you ever feel that way? Or do, um, how can you kind of touch on that? You know, each team that I've worked for has been a different sport. So it's, it's, a, new yeah, yeah. it's a new challenge every time you're learning new lingo. You're learning, like, if you're not a diehard from day one, you're learning new things. Yeah. So like Jamie, who worked in the NBA for years coming into football, she's having yeah. to learn like a whole new, you know, list of terms that people use on the phones. Um, or just really in regards a to huge the game roster. itself. Yeah. A huge roster compared right. to, to NBA. I was like, right. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's always going to be new challenges yeah. and there's always going to be things you have to learn, but it's just knowing that you're not going to know everything, nothing you ever do in life, you're going to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing about sports is that it's not necessarily like working in sports is not about loving you don't need to know statistics and you don't need to know um, exactly every everything that happens with each play on the field you know it's more about that whole game day experience and really just like the whole thing as a as a I don't know yeah it's a total organization it's a company I mean obviously the team on the field is the focal point but there's so many other aspects than just the team and I think that's a good way to look at it if it comes off as intimidating you know what I mean? Like kind of mm-hmm. break it apart a little bit. <laughs> and at the end of the day, yeah, like you said, it's most important about the work that you're doing and putting in and you yeah. don't really have to know the stats. It's about getting the people to come to the games and all of that type of stuff. So, I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's cool to hear that because I think some people are intimidated by coming into that, but knowing that you don't have to know everything about it and or maybe not be a fan. When I worked game days for the Jets, I wasn't a huge fan of the Jets, but being in that culture and being around game days, I became a huge fan. Yeah. And it's about what you learn and about then I started learning about the team and I learned a lot more about football that I I thought I knew about football, but I learned a lot more just being a part of it. So 100% agree with that. So Women Changing the Game is just all about highlighting women in sports and especially being in a male-dominated industry. Sometimes it can be overwhelming too, not only coming from a sports background or not, but um, did you ever feel that way coming into sports, being a woman or maybe in your specific department, being a woman working in sports, did you ever feel intimidated or or do you feel powerful as a woman in sports? What is your take on that? Because it could go either way. And I think people have different opinions on it. Yeah, it's definitely both. But I do want to just say one thing quick and then I'll yeah. let you go. Um, so I forget where I heard this and I wish I knew where to credit it. <laughs> but I heard someone say this on a podcast once that we need to look at industries like they are male saturated, not male dominated. Okay. And I really liked yeah, hearing that because okay. it's like a really nice way to kind of say like, just because there are more men in this space doesn't mean that they are in control of the space. I there love that. Women. Dominated is a word that kind of is like taking over. Yeah. So, yeah. A hundred percent. I'm going to switch that now. Wow. Yeah. We, when you think about it in depth like that, saturated. <laughs> yeah. So that's important to think about because if you if you hear the word dominated, you think that yeah, they're all in charge and right. whatever, but it's it's kind of your perception of it. Yeah. So, and I think thinking about that honestly just like helps walking yeah. into it because it's really not that they are that men like as a whole are more capable or better, which we hear all the time. You know, it's it's not that. It's just that um, especially in sports, which when it's the stigma of it is that it's a primarily more of a male interest um, right. or a more masculine interest. It's not that men do better at it. There's just more yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, that's a great way to put it. And I think that it's important to have a lot of, because it's male saturated, it's important to know that there are women like you guys who are in these huge positions and who are doing great at what you do and then putting yourself out on like TikTok and sharing your information shows that you can have um, women mentors too. And I think that's really important because in college I had trouble finding women mentors or um, just people to kind of look towards in a position maybe I wanted to go into or a field that I wanted to go into. I didn't have that many people to look up to. So it's great to see um, you guys sharing information. Did you two have anyone specific that you've looked up to um, as mentors maybe? I mean, this could even be your mom, could be an athlete or just tell us about who you looked up to in your journey of start starting to work in the sports field. Yeah, I think um, the easiest way, like the, the first person I always think of is my my college cheer coach, um, Kim. Mm -hmm. She was always in my corner, even when I made like, you know, silly decisions in college. And she was definitely like my, for lack of a better term, biggest cheerleader and very always, you know, very motivating for me and always pushed me to like go for something bigger. 
Um, so that's someone I will always think of. Um, I know Skylar has some pretty good mentors as well. Yeah, the one person that I always think of who comes to mind as someone I look up to in the sports business world is Deanna Witter. Um, she's the chief revenue officer for the Houston Dynamo. Um, my chief ticketing officer, Ben, connected us um, after she became one of the 2020 game changers. And I have just been so, I admire her so much. I've had a couple calls with her now. Like we had her speak to our team. Like she is such a powerhouse. And she also has a, um, a podcast called Women Blazers, which is just a really, really another way to just showcase like successful high-level women in sports. Um, and she's, she's a firecracker as well. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, no shout out women blazers. That's an awesome podcast as well. Um, is that where you heard the saturated from? It might be. It might be. It's very yeah. likely. It might be because she has some great stuff on her podcast. She's an awesome woman to look up to. So that's great that you've had those people. Um, I think, like I said, it's really important to have those women to look up to and know that, um, like we've been saying on Women Changing the Game, if you see her, you can be her. And yeah. in, even if you can't see her, I also say you can still be it, you know? It's but even like out of sports, like I had a coffee this morning with someone who I consider a dear mentor to me. Um, she's the director of community relations for USF. And we met at an event maybe two years ago now. And I just liked the way that she spoke. And I approached her and introduced myself and we've kept in contact ever since. And I trust that woman with my life. Her name's <laughs> Joanne and she is just the sweetest. And I like trust her with all my life choices and like, you know, in sports, out of sports, just like mentorship is so, so, so valuable. Yeah. And you kind of touched on in the beginning too, this kind of leads back to networking and connections. It's always going to be key, not only to get you a job, but just to be a friend and be someone you can get advice from, look up to that type of thing. Not only, it's not only about using your connections or network to get something out of it, but it's to be, you know, a person that you can share stories and ideas with in the sports world. So yeah, thanks guys for sharing those. Um, if you guys also want to mention maybe quickly your biggest career accomplishments if you if you have any like specifically right now I mean we're both still very early on in our careers like in the long run um so these might sound a little bit different than someone you know and who's like a VP or a C-level executive um and I think that's why to bring it back to TikTok we are so relatable because we're not so far out of reach from you know people trying to break into the industry yep. Um, but for me, when I think of accomplishments, I think of things that I'm like most proud of. Um, and there's like two into this. Um, like I was the, the first um, woman to accomplish a sales goal in my inside sales um, department of the history of the Nuggets. So that was like a really cool accomplishment on awesome. that. End. Uh, but another thing that was more of like um, how we said, you know, seeing um, things implemented in game. I started uh, the Colorado Marines night while I was in, um, in, in Denver with the Nuggets. And it was happened every season I was there and basically it was a sponsored event where all the um the young men and women who are about to enlist in the Marines and go off to their basic training they got to come on the on the court pregame and like swear in it was a really cool moment and all their family got to be there I was like really proud of it and um got to kind of tie in like some personal things that are important to me you know with my professional life so that's something that I always like to pump up 
I love that. Yeah. You should be yeah. proud of that. Those are awesome sure. things. Similarly. Um, I think it's always really special when you can incorporate those personal sides of your yeah. life into your work, especially in like our jobs where we can be creative sometimes. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, uh, I helped, uh, implement our Jewish community day. Um, so we had this like really big menorah lighting and, um, a local Chabad was involved in it and we did, I mean, the whole nine yards and it's all surrounding Hanukkah. So it was really awesome. And like seeing that brought to life, it's just the most amazing moment when the, you know, you start to finish and it happens and you can look at it and it's like, wow, I did this and it worked and it was successful. Again, <laughs> that's also, Super Bowl champions as well. Yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> we know we didn't play on the field, but it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, you guys were a part of it. Uh, so. We will be on our desks, yes. you know, uh, forever. Yeah. 100%. And, and those accomplishments are awesome. You mentioned that they're not huge career accomplishments, but I think they are because you know that's where you're at at this point in your life and those are amazing things that you should be proud of and um like you said reward like in the beginning rewarding feelings to know that you put in the work and that's what you got out of it so I'd love to just ask you now at the end last question final piece of advice maybe one of you could do final piece of advice um for girls wanting to be specifically account executives with an NFL team. And then maybe one of you could do advice for girls wanting to enter the sports field in general. They might be similar, but. Yeah. Yeah. You want yeah. me to start? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Um, I'll definitely do the AE some a little bit more strong. I'm not strong. She's definitely strong. <laughs> I lean a little bit more towards the sales role. Yeah. Um, but um, if you're looking to be an AE or be in like the sales or revenue generating um, side of sports in general, I just say like, be yourself, be aggressive and like, don't be afraid to speak up. I think for one, the reason why to start, I got my jobs is because I would pick up the phone and I didn't eat. There wasn't even a job posted when I first got my introduction with the nuggets I just called them because I knew that's where I wanted to be so be aggressive and make your name known and that same thing is going to translate to be successful in your job um, you know when when you're the one putting your face out there when you're going to networking events when you're the one on all these business meetings or on appointments with fans in the stands it's going to pay off um, so yeah that's what I like to say be aggressive and then on a more general note obviously there are a lot of similarities but like a personal brand and setting yourself apart are so important. So, you know, making sure that like you can do things and, but people need to know that you are doing things. So you need to like make waves and network, get people to know you because building rapport with people and building those relationships, like people have to know who you are and people have to know you and like who you, who you really are. And then they can support you in helping you get into various roles all, all across sports and it's all networking. It's all who, you know, you know, yeah. Oh, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> those are both great advice. Um, I think that's important just to be confident in yourself and really put yourself out there, network with people. Like you said, just, you know, really just go for it. So thank you for sharing all of that. And thank you for, you know, telling your stories sharing advice. You guys have great energy um, yeah. with your jobs. It seems like, yeah, just like you guys, are, <laughs> you guys are excited about what you do, which is awesome to see. And um, 
yeah, thank you again for coming on and sharing everything and being these TikTok stars that you are. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. All the days work. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game.